there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then just, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought... Welcome that was, that to the Hypothetical the Institute, a podcast true. about conspiracies. I am Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. How are we all, gents? Good, thanks. Oh, yeah. I'm all right. I'm all right. You're going to get on a patented, patented salty rant? Well, no, because the good listeners don't need to know what my troubles are. Okay, okay. You just had that, that like, mannerism. Like, yeah, you know. yeah, nah, nah. It's all good. If you were to get on a rant, what would you be ranting about today? Oh, probably, I don't know, yeah. Facebook. Yep. And the age of bloody Horace. The age of Horace. I did, uh, actually, before we start, I did see uh, going through cooked YouTube channels. I saw a little thumbnail that summed up my life. I was like, even when I'm not looking for conspiracies, I still find them. Yeah. But we can't escape it. That's the news these days. Mm. And we've we've probably got that, that what's that Beta Meinhof thing going on where like we just notice them more because we talk about them a lot. Yeah. But also like headline news is Cambridge Analytica stealing our personal data. Yeah, I suppose. But the Russians. Yeah. The Facebook stuff we're talking about today is much more interesting. Yeah. Is it? It is. Okay. Much more interesting than real life. But here's the thing, it is real life. <laughs> yeah. So with all this Facebook Facebookery in the news, mm. what are we what are we going to talk about then? Uh we'll we'll get to that. Oh, okay. Let's we're not gonna do that first. Let's talk, no, we're gonna talk about the age of Horace. Ooh, little tease. Yeah, just little tease. Are you gonna preface this episode again with the fact that you've been massively pilled? Doesn't matter who's been pilled by what. <laughs> oh, really? What have you been pilled on? Is Facebook or Horace? It's Facebook stuff. Okay, let's we'll get to that. Yeah, stay tuned. I haven't been, I haven't been magic pilled by Horace again. Mm. again. Crowley, Crowley <laughs> hasn't got him a second time. Well, this is more Crowley stuff. Yeah. Okay, so do we want to talk about how we came to do it and what we're going to be focusing on? So we're going to be talking about the age of Horace, mm. which uh, links in... To Crowley, mm. who we talked about a few episodes ago. Yeah. But also there's very much a local angle yep. to some of this. So, Salty, why don't you start us off? What is the Age of Horus? Well, the Age of Horus is one of the three. Three? There's a fourth one coming. Yeah, there's been three so far. Three ages that Crowley came up with, made yep. up. Mm-hmm. In the, the Thelemic Eons. Thelemic Eons. So, the... The Age of Horus is um, 
kind of synonymous with the age of Aquarius, right? Mm. Sort of, they both come in at the same sort of time. Um, the first one was the age of Isis. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might want to change the name there, boys. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit problematic <laughs> they these days. They didn't think that through, did they? Uh, the second one was the age of Osiris. And the third one is the age of Horus. Ooh. Bit Egyptian. Bit mm-hmm. of Egyptian gear. gear there. So the first age was the age of Isis, which was... The feminine maternal the feminine age. maternal age, where so, the, the people worshipped Mother Earth, mm. the goddess, and everything was harmonious, I guess. Then came the second age, which was the age of Osiris, which was the age of the dying god and the paternal age. And um, when did I read something about a father god rather than a mother god? Yeah, Osiris was the father god. Yeah. Um, So men worshipped man. So the second eon is associated with suffering and death. The spiritual strives to ignore the maternal, the material. Ain't that just like men, ladies, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then along came the age of Horus, which I think Crowley said begun in the at the start of the 1900s. Well, Crowley says it's begun at the start of the 1900s. I see people saying, oh, it started in like the 2000s. Right. But also Crowley said it started in the 1900s and then there's like some Crowley disciple who's like, oh, the fourth age started in like 1970-something. Yeah. That's not That's long enough for an age. Like, no, when we just had two like multi-millennia ages and then the one fun age comes along, the one where we all get to be, you know, do what we want. That's mm. like, oh, what? That's here for 50 years. Uh, I don't think so. No. I'd like to speak to the manager, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so the age of Horus is the modern age and this is all about self-realisation. Um, it's growing interest in things spiritual principle of the child where everyone's sort of childlike and entertained by childish things like I guess reality TV and stuff that's just video games, video games, trivia HQ. Yeah. What's trivia HQ? It's a video game. It's a trivia app. Marvel movies. You can win money on it. (laughs) Yeah. So Osiris also known as L, you know, we've discussed the, the god L before and the, our Saturn episode when we talked yeah. about that great orange orb. The thing about the the different ages is the age of Horus is supposed to be all about people just caring about themselves, individuals. Uh, I guess being selfish is a, a thing of it. But I think that person who said it started in the 2000s is more correct mm-hmm. because you only have to go, you only have to talk to your grandparents them to be talking about how bloody the kids these days don't know how good they've got it like only two generations ago we were still a village right oh here goes Rory. he's about to launch into some boomers oh bloody boomers come on he's millennial robo yeah Hoarding the money and the property getting tax back yeah yeah not paying any taxes and getting kickbacks from the government as a result yeah, now. Now. Yeah, no, fair point. Not, okay. not in World not War One. Not in the when they were all having not, in, not in the trenches. When they had their yeah. ration cards. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right, no, fair point. Everyone well, helped each other. Yeah. Well, well except for the Germans and everyone else. They weren't helping. They were well, fighting. A lot of fighting going on at that time. Yeah. Yeah. But the rest of us had to come together. But yeah. isn't a World War a very Osiris-y thing to happen? Is it? Yeah. Okay, no, fair point. 
I don't know. Well, very manly. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so when I think of like selfish generation. What about like. I think of the robo generation. What about like all the race hate? In the America? past. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not very helpful. No, but. Wait, what did you say in South America? No. Oh, in the South of America. I think I just said America. All oh, right. The race hatred there and other places. Yeah. And how hatred. does that not fit into. Well, like, I mean, everyone's helping each other, but it's not very helpful. No, we're not saying everyone was helping each other, but in the age of Osiris, you know, it was rough, it was tough. It wasn't about uh, everyone uh, having fun. Right. People have only, it's only a modern thing that everyone's sort of fending for themselves. Right. Like back in, okay, so everyone hated this particular group of society. But they, they, they were. They, they, could, they could bear it together. Yeah, <laughs> they hated together. Yeah. And the, the people being hated on. They did it together. Got hacked it on together. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. Let's sail right past. Whereas <laughs> now it's like, you know. People hating alone in their basements. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. On their computers. Oh, alone. I hate you. And then on the other side of the world, someone also in their basement, oh, I'm being hated. I'm being bullied. And I can't get in my own basement. If only there was people to be hated with. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. You've convinced me. Yeah, right? So I, I'm not convinced, but I'm going to let it slide. Super, super <laughs> selfishness and super, super individuality mm. to me seems like a very, very modern thing. Mm. Yeah, okay. Like you think, I think of I think of hearing, listening to my granddad talk about like back in, being back in Scotland and how everything was like, you relied on everyone. Family looked after family and, you know, it, every, everything was more communal. Mm. And then I'm like, okay. Thanks, Granddad. Now I haven't spoken to you for like ten years because I'm fucking Mister Selfish over here, <laughs> looking after myself. Yeah, get on get on Facebook Messenger if you want to have a chat, Granddad. Yeah, yeah. send me a snap. When yeah, I- <laughs> so you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that sort of idea of of ultra selfishness, I yeah. think, is much more modern. Can you stop Horace pilling Cam? Now, so I feel like he's going to get Horace built here. Now, on the other <laughs> hand, though, yeah, the guy who came up with the "Do as thou wilt, uh, anything goes" philosophy, and who came up with these dumb ages, was that was over a hundred years ago. Yeah, mm. he didn't know about he was messenger, but he was also a magician, so he probably could see the future. Yeah, channeling his bloody lambs. Lamb knows. We're in this age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what does that mean for us? I really <laughs> it's just the, it's just the age but the thing is that's all fine that's all well and dandy yeah. until people start trying to bloody bring back Osiris I don't want to do that no well do you want to do that no just leave it be okay you don't want to mess with the gods no no so should so, we discuss the local yeah, angles? The local angle this? Well, this? there's actually a conspiracy theory that like really pulls all of Australia into this now I just want to, for the listener, Cam, you have six double-sided pages in front of you. Yeah. Many highlighted notes. Yeah. I've only highlighted the important parts. Looks pretty well completely highlighted to me. What do you got for us? All right. Well, so Osiris. Yeah. Who's, was the husband of uh, Isis Mm. and the far, they were the parents of Horus. Mm. But uh, Osiris back in the day is killed. They actually, recently they found the tomb of Osiris. Okay. Did you come across this? I did not. This was in the Daily Mail, so I know it must be fairly accurate. Yeah. Who's been spotted in a bikini lately? We'll get to that after. 
they found this tomb and they're like, oh, yeah, that's the tomb of Osiris. It's like, well, just let's steady on a second, fellas, because <laughs> Osiris wasn't supposed to be a real dude, but apparently he was. Mm. They found this tomb and there's like a hieroglyphics of demons protecting us. But it's like, do most pyramids have a few sneaky demon hieroglyphics in them? Well, I don't know about demons. I don't, the demonology didn't really play into the... Depends, I guess, what I didn't think. your well, definition of a demon is. Well, I don't, they weren't like um, Magic the Gathering cards knocked up on the wall. No, I think they were just... It wasn't an Iron Maiden cover. I think they were just your normal hieroglyphics like, hang on, that bloke's got a body bird's head. Right. Yeah, right. That's, That's just the gods though. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they must have had some sort of like minor god. Mm. Yeah. And see, so I... I, I Osiris was the was a, a hawk headed god. Mm. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Lost an eye, mm. which is the famous sort of the other sort of famous eye symbol besides the uh, the eye of providence. You know, the, like the eye with the little twirly bit coming yeah, out of yeah. it. Is that the eye of Horus? I was going to the eye of Horus. Oh, there's Horus. the eye of Horus and the eye of Osiris is another one. I think uh, okay. they face different ways. Right, but they're similar. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Can I just like one more thing about the tomb of Osiris? Because we were like, oh, Osiris wasn't even a real person. But did we not visit the fact that the Egyptian gods that were half person, half animals could have been the offspring of the Nephilim having sex with sexy, sexy dolphins? <laughs> it's quite possible. Yeah, yeah. Or sexy, sexy hawks. Sexy hawks. Yeah. So, so maybe it was a real person. It could have been, but yeah, Osiris, uh, in Egyptian, his name was Ozar. Uh, I don't know if you know of anywhere that sounds similar to that. Maybe Ozartralia. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And that is because the, take the word trail and add it to his Egyptian name of Ozar, and it refers to the relocation to Australia of all of those, like, Egyptian cults. So trail Ooh. refers to relocation. Yeah. They followed the trail okay. to Ozza. Australia. Right. Ozza yeah. trail. Yeah. You don't need to <laughs> rob me up, mate. I'm not the one who came up with this. Who came up with this? Who's this theory that you're- I'm not entirely sure who- Is this a cooked website that was like, looks like a GeoCities website? Yes. Yeah, okay. I've got some gear from that too. I'm not entirely sure- where it's from because I think it's like republished from somewhere, but I right. could, I was like searching for phrases from it. I couldn't find anything. It's like, have you just republished yourself? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Australia, there's a lot going on. Mm. But uh, one of the big things that is going on is apparently the Perth Bell Tower in Western Australia is a monument to Horace, but also part of a – an Osiris resurrection ritual. Multiple monuments around the world are involved. Mm. Paris, London. Yep. I can't remember which ones. I think the uh, like the Sydney Olympic right. <laughs> Centre, right. like something they built for the Olympics. Yeah. The cauldron that looked kind of like a UFO. Mm. Maybe it is actually a UFO. Uh, the London Eye. Yep. yep. Yeah, Ferris wheels came up in this. Oh, the Millennium... Dome? Is that a place in London or yep. is it a tower? Yeah, I think it's a place I think in London. it's a dome with all the like little spiky bits coming out of it. Yeah. But uh, the one that concerns us the most is the one in Perth. Yeah. Because we think, oh, Perth, beautiful city. Mm-hmm. 
just a hop, skip, and a jump to Bali if you want a sneaky weekend away. Yep. Smash some bing tangs. Yeah. Pop on down to Frio. Yeah. Check out the port. Mm. Pop on down to the Bustleton Jetty, the Longswilden Jetty in the Southern Hemisphere. Hop over to bloody Rottnest Island, get a sneaky selfie with a quokka. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's good. I want to do that. Yeah. You done it? No. I've never been to Perth. Yeah. Coffee's no good. Beer's too expensive. But they wouldn't serve me in a bar once when I was there because I didn't have a collared shirt on. Really? Yeah. I literally, <laughs> it's gonna, I, I had a book in my hand. Yeah. I was going to sit down and read my book, have a snack and drink a beer. Yeah, fair enough. They saw you coming. Yeah. <laughs> Your trouble. So, Perth. Yeah. You think, oh, this will be nice. Little do we know we're on the middle of a bloody Masonic power triangle and hot spot. I think, is it latitude 33? So this is the thing. Perth is. What? Yeah. <laughs> Perth is like right. It's the closest city to like the southern latitude of uh, 32.6. Right. So basically 33. Yeah, yeah. You're rounding, rounding up. up. Swedish rounding. Yeah. So uh, the Barracks Square development. Firstly, Square. Could you get any more Masonic? Yep. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah. Stay with us. So they put up a bell tower. At Barrack Square. Mm. Uh, I, I've read the whole story of this. I know this is being presented in such ways to bell pill me, mm. but it does actually seem a little bit weird. So there was the church, St. Martin in the Fields in the UK. They had their own bells, of course, but they'd had for hundreds of years. But, you know, they're like, oh, these bells are wearing out. Yeah. You don't get the same ding-dong out of them that you used to. The harmonics are all off. Is that where the term clapped out comes from? Maybe. I'd say it'd be like applause, wouldn't it? Oh. I'm sick of applauding. So the bells are running out yep. of oomph. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, only one thing to do. Get some new bells. What should, where should we get the metal? Oh, well, we've got a bunch of crappy bells. Let's just melt them down and make new bells. Mm. And essentially going off like the old, oh, is this shovel the same as my grandfather's shovel, even though we've changed the spade and the handle and everything? Yeah. They're basically the same 100-year-old bells. They just won't be shit. Mm. They're like problem solved up here at Sonata in the Fields. Next minute, for some reason, on the phone from Perth WA, probably in the middle of the night, yeah, and selfishly, as you would in the age of Horace, Oh, hello, I'm calling from a WA. You want to do a bell swap? We'll take your shit bells and we'll send you metal to make new bells. Okay. And we're going to melt your bells down and make new bells here and you can have some of our metal and make new bells there. The most unnecessary yeah. transaction you could possibly imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe like, yeah, I don't know, I can see that happening. Let's do like a trade and our and our two cities will be entwined with this this bell sharing. Well, so the gift of the, the bells that are given to us, it's described as a gift. But this guy who has a massive issue with it is like, is it a gift when we're paying with metal? Hmm. It's like, no, it's not. It's a swap. It's a swap. It's a bell swap. So it's already a bit weird. Yeah. I can't blame anyone who looks at that transaction. It's like, why don't you just keep your own metal? Why don't you just whack some Perth metal up there? Spirit of you know, sharing and, and, yeah, whatever. We shipped them 12,000 kilograms of bell metal. Yep. 
It's a lot. It's the finest bell metal. It's imagine over, it's you, over a ton. Well, imagine a ki- one kilo. You can almost carry that, can't you? <laughs> uh, uh, we exchanged 12,000 kilos of bell metal in exchange for 12 bells. 1,000 kilos each. And we got 18 bells, which are now 8,791 kilos. Apparently, there was a lot of metal wastage yeah. going on. The other thing is the cities that we did this bell swap with, so it was, we did it with like the London and Westminster cities, they swapped the bells, but the bells didn't actually belong to them. They belonged to the church. Right. But presumably the church had some sort of connection. Like they didn't just come in and be like, oh, the bells look different. Yeah. <laughs> the old ones were clapped out. Uh, did you find if that's what that meant? Well, someone is posing, clapped out, <clears throat> hairs is the origin. So when pursued by hounds or other adversaries, they will stop running from time to time to catch their breath. They routinely sit up on their haunches and look around. Their respiratory movements are so strong that their chests heave in and out and their front legs, which they hold up in front of them, move in time with their breathing. The observer, they appear to be clapping. And in the world of hare hunting, this is exactly what it's called. A hare that can run no more is thus clapped out. It's adorable and horrible because they're about to be murdered. Yeah, they're about to be ripped apart by dogs. Yeah, just like us. <laughs> by demons. Now, could you not agree with the idea that this whole bell exchange is so unnecessary to the point that maybe it was all just an excuse to build the tower? Uh, no, but for the purpose of this, I'll agree. They're like, we need to build a <laughs> bell tower. We need to get bells from somewhere. Yeah. Now, even in that, you can be like, well, just get your own bells. Yeah, but like... We're going to get bells and we're not just going to use Perth bells. We're going to do a trade with Westminster. Well, we'll get to why these bells are so special. Okay. But the reason that they might have just been wanting to build a tower, towers are symbols of masculinity mm-hmm. and dominance. Towers, pylons, crosses, obelisks, and columns are phallic symbols. You bet they are. Erected to commemorate victories and also to represent emasculation. Hang on. After he said erected, put yeah. a little sound effect of. <laughs> so towers are symbols that have an enormous amount of energy mm. involved in them. So what is the energy that is involved with the Perth Bell Tower? Well, I'll tell you, it's bloody Freemason energy. <laughs> We're on the 33rd parallel, so yeah. of course it is. Yeah. We're bang on the 33rd parallel. Perth is something of a Masonic capital, apparently. Uh, you can just walk around the city and see for yourself. There's, uh, firstly, the location of the tower is on sort of ley lines, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Swan River is a major energy vortex. The local clans call the energy lines war gulls and mm. picture them as snakes. And it's in this area that the war gull coils up on the riverbed. And apparently uh, the fact that they tried to stop the local multiplex development Multiplex is a property developer. They tried to stop a development there. That's because they knew how much energy was there. Right. It's like, oh, well, it's got to, you can just, wouldn't it be better? Like, I don't want to, like, tell any Indigenous people their business. Robbo's like, oh, just thinking about all the things I'm going to have to cut in a minute. No, I'm thinking I know where this is going. Wouldn't it be better to go experience the energy of the bloody... Wuggles, yeah, 
in a nice air conditioned shopping center. Wouldn't it just rather than like ah oh, bloody we're on the banks of the Swan River again? It's very hot and sticky. I think once you're putting a multiplex, like a sorry, an apartment development mm. on an energy center, you're going to get yourself a Ghostbuster situation. Yeah, and that is a it's the last thing you want, unless you are indigenous. There's been some atrocities committed towards them. Yeah. You mm. want to get rid of a few whiteies. Yeah. Oh yeah, go and build your build your thing there. Yeah, yeah. but you they get yourself in a Ghostbuster situation. So why were they trying to stop it? You, yeah. need, you need to find yourself a specifically insane occultist architect, though. Yeah, no, it's a good to point. channel that shit. Well, it sounds like we've got one in Perth. Also, the uh, the bells are called Swan Bells. Mm. The Swan Bells. Well, and it's on the Swan River. Uh, the Swan, the symbol of ISIS, not the terror group. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the things I saw the person you're reading say that they didn't know why they called it the Swan River. You got that bit highlighted. No. Um, he says in his thing that he talks about the, the Egyptian and the, the moon and all that kind of symbolism. He says that rivers are often used to symbolize the Milky Way. Um, which I'm not sure it's true. I've never heard that, but whatever. Mm. Uh, and then he says, the Swan River is no exception, and its name is likely to be code for the Egyptian goddess Isis. Mm. Uh, in reality, it was named for black swans that live in the river. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they they specifically know exactly who named it. So they claim. Will, Willem D. Vlaming in 1697 named it after the famous black swans. Um, but they had a, I can't remember, oh, sorry, the state's 150th anniversary used a sort of a stylized swan. Mm. Uh, and if you were to turn that upside down, Eye of Bloody Horace. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. So there's a... Multiple pages here describing all of the Masonic things. You can just walk around and see compasses and set squares all over buildings. Mm. Like in every <laughs> standard, reasonably <laughs> old city. Yeah. Because, you know, they're all brick masons at the least. Mm. Uh, but there is one, I just want to, I'm not going to read the whole thing. This is just a description. Uh, further west at the top end of the terrace, we have the Barrack Arch built by James Britton who also built Bishop Hale School. It forms a triangle with the bell tower and Freemasons Hall. Mm. As an outstretched compass centred on the bell tower, it describes a circle, radius 1,300 yards, that from the arch passes through the First Church of Christ Scientist, the Ministry of Justice, the Entertainment Centre, the Family Planning Centre, the Commonwealth Bank, Bank West, National Australia Bank, ANZ, just goes on and on with it, like everything in Perth <laughs> until it's like Freemasons Hall, all places and organisations linked to Freemasonry. Yeah. But so is the TAFE linked to Freemasonry? No doubt. Here? Yeah. What, where do you go to learn your masonry? True. <laughs> this is true. Is Telstra linked to Freemasonry? Yeah, have yeah. to be. Spying. Uh, I watched another person on this who was looking uh, from the top down. I can't remember his name, but he, I, I'm sure this person's come up before. Um, he was looking at the top down on the bell tower and all the, the parks and everything around there and kind of overlaying the compass and the set square motif, the Freemason symbol on them. And like, mm-hmm. look, it looks kind of like, you know, this. Some of them, to be fair, did kind of look like it. Mm. But then some of them were just a huge leap. Like, yeah. it's just like a garden. And he's like, put it on here and it is this. But he was saying that there's gardens either side of it that represent the sun and the moon. There's flower beds. And, like, you could see they built, you know, 
if the road's an entrance to something, they'll build a little hill with a plaque and a garden bed on it. Yeah. Uh, and he's looking at those either side of a road. And he's like, all these garden beds. And they'd planted one and it kind of looked like a moon from top down. The other one looked exactly like a swastika. Yeah. From top down. It's like, oh, that's a swastika. He's clearly going to point that out. Sailed, no. sailed right past it. Yeah. No swastika gear at all. But he um he reckoned the tower from the top obviously looks like a big a big phallus. Yeah. But then the well, that's what it's supposed to be. Yep. And then the side of it, the stairs and the kind of things, he reckoned look like a vagina. Yeah. Uh, and so it was a bloody don't just look like mate. Very very similar, he said. Uh, and then he kind of just started going off piste and talking about Cirque du Soleil, which I don't know where he got that gear from, but yeah, Cirque is the sun. Yep. And so that's related. Um, and then he looked at another place that he said there are 12 sections to represent astrology. It's just mm. like um, some another place in the gardens there somewhere. But it didn't have 12 sections at all. Yeah. It had six on one side, six sections, and then it had tiny little panels that were more than 12. Mm. So I don't know where he got that from. Yeah. But then he talked about there's a sign for Mount Eliza. Yeah. Which is nearby. And as we heard earlier, owl, electricity, mm. the whole – God. Um, the God L. Yeah. Yep. I don't know where the Isa came in, but yeah. Yeah, cut that out. Leave that bit. Speaking of Osiris's penis. Yes. You know, Constantly. That's like a significant Egyptian thing, right? Yeah. So Osiris was torn apart. And what's, how, how was he actually? Yeah. So Set, his brother, kills him. Mm. And Isis finds his body dismembered. Puts it back together, mm. but the only part she can't find uh, remember. is his penis because it was eaten by a fish. So she creates a golden phallus, plonks that on there. Right. So his penis is significant. Yeah. It's golden. In that it's golden. I wonder what happened to that fish. He uh, just got engulfed with power that he wasn't ready for probably. Yeah. So um, and she brought him back. With the golden phallus. So let's talk about the bell tower. Yeah. Itself. The bells are placed at a height of 23.5 meters. That's also known uh, in the Imperial as 925 inches. That's how you would normally translate meters. Yeah. Like, oh, how many inches is that? Yeah. Really curious. Uh, nine plus two plus five equals 16. Yeah. 16 in the tarot is the tower. Uh, which is the biblical Tower of Babel. In Freemasonry, the Tower of Babel figures in the 21st degree of the ancient and accepted rite and in one of the degrees appended to the Order of the Knights Templar Priests. The seven-story tower itself is 82.5 metres high or 3,247 inches. Yep, again, good good conversion. Three plus two plus four plus seven. 16 again. Yep, wow. Tower. Around the base of the octagonal bell tower is a set of three rounded copper sails. Copper is a sacred metal, a symbol of the sun. Do we know any other sun-based? Oh, just Osiris and bloody Horus. Yeah. yeah. Ra. Yep. What would you say, Ra? Ra is the sun god. Yeah. The I think Ra is one of these gods. It's just another name for one of these uh, gods. No, Ra was a specific thing, wasn't it? A bunch of these guys share names. It's like. Could we not pick one name? Ra or Re is the Egyptian sun god. All right. Cut me getting Ra wrong then. No, leave that out. So 
the tower stands in a pool of water. Water, of course, being symbolic of the womb. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's bloody vagas all around it. Yeah. Well, the copper sails from the top down of it is the vagina part. Yeah. Oh, and uh, by the way, uh, how many bells are there? Don't know. There's 16. 18. Ah. Uh, 18 being the esoteric number of Isis. And what is 18? Six plus six plus six. Oh, yeah. Six of the bells were cast in 1583. Six were cast in 1721. And a further six were cast in the year 2000. Again, 666. Yeah, and the millennial as well. And so the point is the bell tower is a replica of the penis of Osiris. I do like these ones, how they, they combine different beliefs in order to make their point. Bringing tarot into the mix. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, it's just, well, just like, whatever you can find to, to bring into the mix. This is what I liked. They, this guy brings in, uh, he manages to combine his Egyptian stuff with his Freemasonry. Mm. So he says that Osiris is part of the Masonic tripartite god Jabulon, Ooh. which is a combination of Jah or Yahweh, mm-hmm. uh, Baal. And Megatron. You know, Baal, uh, sneaky little Baalzebub. Yeah. Oh, heard of that yeah. Bloke? yeah. And uh, what's the last one? On. Apparently there's some god called On. Yeah, right. So on, kind of on that, we talked about the Aboriginal um, site and the energy. There was something that came up in this, and I, I sort of noted it down for future reference. The There's theories that the Indigenous people of Australia were the first Freemasons. Okay. And there's things like these energy sites and then, um, yeah, I need to look it up, but mm. let's let's look at that further one day. So the point of putting this tower up, though, is that the year 2000 begins the age of Horus, according to this guy's timeline, and according to Salty. Yeah. And so that you think that this is the age of Horus. Yeah, just started. And now Cam does because you, you uh, Horus Horus pilled him. But in order for the Age of Horus to begin, Osiris has to be reborn. Right. Ah, so they've built his wanger. Yeah. Well, they have to reassemble the 14 parts of him. Yeah, interesting, because once Isis gave Osiris his golden member, Mm. that's when she was impregnated with Horus. Okay. So Horus was born about from the golden member. Mm. But we're – so the Age of Horus – we need to bring Horus into the world, but to do that, we need a big golden wanger. Yeah. Well, we need Osiris to be completed. Yeah. And we're doing that via monuments. Yeah. So by building big golden wangers. Yeah. So no, this, they're building like eyes and other yeah. parts. Of yeah. Right. We've got the wanger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a few bits. Yeah. I think we we got lucky. I guess because it is, of course, Australia. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we've got the wanger and then there's some sort of, the idea is there's energy interaction along global ley lines. Yeah. Which we know are two lines that connect two things. Yeah. Yeah. So the, (laughs) the head of Osiris is in, uh, London under the millennium dome. Uh, the London eye, I guess they're like, yeah, that'd be an eye. Yeah. So why would the London eye be an eye? Wouldn't you make it something more secret? Wouldn't you be like, oh yeah, that's his foot. Yeah. But what's more secret than the bloody big thing for the kids to, you know, oh, look at this big tourist attraction. Hiding in plain sight. Yeah. Is it, the London Eye's the Ferris wheel, right? Yeah. yeah. Can you make that like a, a leg? 
You're like, oh, it's like he's got rollerblades on. Uh, he's like half you man, half machine. You're going to give him rollerblades? He's going to no. come back and he's it's like, why have so I got obviously these? Obviously his eye. Why have I got these rollerblades? I'm on the 90s, you dorks. Uh, the pyramids of Giza are like his body. Yep. It's okay. convenient. They didn't have to build anything as well, so that was handy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Sphinx is his bloody little kitty cat. <laughs> uh, the Olympic Stadium in Sydney is something. Yep. Yeah. I knew it. Uh, well, from a from a kite's eye view, what a weird thing to put. Kite's eye view? From a kite's eye view, from the view of the eye of a kite. We have, we have drones now. We what about from say. a, well, this is from well, the year 2000. A bird. What about from a bird's eye view? A kite is a type of bird. Yeah, but he's, right, this is a bit weird thing to say. Mm. Uh, but from a kite's eye view, the Olympic Stadium resembles a giant eye, complete with moving eyelids, and they close the roof. Oh, there's his other eye then. Yeah. The field in the centre of the stadium is the green iris. It is the iris of Australia, the eye of Australia, or the Oz iris. Shit. So this is their great work, mm. putting Osiris back together. And we were like, oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, you can have my rates, city of Perth. I do what you like with them. I would really like to see all this stuff combine and lock him together. Yeah. And then he does whatever he does. Like, what? It's going to be awesome to see, right? But I feel like he's a little bit out of proportion. His dinger is (laughs) 82.5 meters high. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't, I'm not seeing it come together. And that's why I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like a puzzle. So the London Eye is 110 meters or something. Yeah. The other the eye is going to be heaps bigger. Is, if you laid that down, it's heaps bigger. The stadium is probably. No, because the like, stadium has got a rugby field in the middle and that's 100 meters long. And then you add all the stadium guff around it. Yeah. But the, the outside bit is just the the shutter, the eyelid. Yeah. Uh, so if you put right. a big shutter around the eye, it would close. So that's the proportion of his eyes. And his thing is this little bell tower. Yeah. Yeah. No, people. He must be a bloody grower. Not a, sh- not a shower. That's why I needed the golden one. Just to- yeah. Oh, I lost my other one. It's it, it an awesome look, one now. It's gold. It doesn't look too impressive now, but just wait. <laughs> How do you think of the pyramids of Giza in compared to, which is supposed to be his body, compared to the size of his eyeballs? Well, that would need to interlock, I imagine. Hmm. I feel like he's... But yeah, they're not, they're not going to make a good body. Both no. of his eyeballs are different sizes. And the Millennium Dome has... <sighs> It's like a, it's turning very Picasso. Are we going to just go ahead and say that this theory that the Perth state government or the Perth Freemasons mm-hmm. are working with the London Freemasons mm-hmm. and others to bring back Alistair Crowley's or bring in Alistair Crowley's Age of Horus, mm-hmm. are we going to say it's not really a good theory? I don't know. Did it work? Well, no. We saw, we saw the age. Of, we saw some very age of horacy stuff kick off around the time that they supposedly got it done. Mm. But we haven't seen them reform into a god that's taken over. I don't think that's part of it, mate. Oh, okay. So we just connect it's metaphorical. He's not an actual oh. transformer. Okay. He's now a, I'm now I'm even less on board. He's a god. Yeah. Yeah. If we're not seeing him fighting another god, Pacific Rim style, <laughs> what is the point of this? Yeah, Robo sold me. Let's talk about Facebook. 
All right. They've so been, Cambridge Analytica, Zuckerberg spying, all this stuff. They've yeah. been in the news. Yep. I, I finally understood what one of our listeners helpfully explained to me what the why the story was back. Because mm-hmm. I you remember last week I didn't really know what was new. Yep. So in the with the app when they got everyone's data, they also got all the friends' data as well. Yeah, yeah. That was what I hadn't quite uh, yeah. cottoned on to. So that's why they had 50 million people in it instead of just the millions of people that actually took the quiz. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Which is a little bit dodgy. It's and a lot dodgy. There's a, so there's a big delete Facebook uh, campaign at the moment. Mm. I downloaded my Facebook. Data? Yeah. And you've got an Android phone. Yeah. I Did you? Was there anything juicy in there? No. But I saw people posting like their demographic details. Mm. It's like this is what I'm targeted for for ads. That's a separate thing, though. Yeah, I didn't find. I can't remember seeing that. So no, that's a diff, that's in a that's a different thing you can click on in Facebook. Oh, okay. So you, there's a place you can go to, like in your settings. So they they don't tell you everything they know about you, but right. there, I think there's an effort to be slightly more transparent about it, or mm. perhaps to be transparent enough that you don't ask too many questions about what else they know about you. Yeah. So there's a thing you can go to in Facebook where it shows you all of the or some of the weird little demographic things that's decided that you are. Yeah, right. And why you get served ads for those things. Yeah. There's also a thing you can do where you can download your entire Facebook data. Well, it's not your entire Facebook data. It's just what they are going to allow you to have. Yeah. And I think maybe some people are conflating those two things. Yeah, okay. But there were people who were downloading that and they were finding a lot of – I think it all depended on him. Like, it was very much an Android thing. Depended on how much permission you'd given Android uh, and Messenger. Yeah. So there was a lot of people that had like all of their phone calls. Yeah. Were logged. Right. Or like every time they'd, I don't think it had the content of text messages. Like every number they'd sent a text message to, and the time yeah. that they'd sent it was in that data. And all your messenger conversations and stuff. But like. I don't know. I looked at it and went, yeah, that's just those just stuff they assumed they knew about me. Because when you a lot of Android stuff, when you install it, apps, even apps that don't seem relevant to your phone calls, yeah. often say, do you allow the app to manage your phone calls and yeah, messages? Yeah. yeah. And sometimes that you can't install an app without giving it that permission. Yeah. So part of that is because they need to have like a thing in the app where if your phone rings, the app pauses or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But you do give, you do end up giving these random developers like way more access than you probably would want to. Mm. Yeah. I did see one person on Twitter that was like, oh, I downloaded my Facebook data. I, you know, I was shocked. But like there's so many photos in there. I was shocked. I was so surprised. It's like, but you uploaded them all. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. surely the, like literally it just shows you what the photos you put up there. Surely were. that should lessen the surprise somewhat. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like you can just get that by clicking on his profile. It's not a deep dive. Mm. Having said all this, yeah. this is all just preamble too. Mm. Facebook is in the middle of this huge privacy thing. Which to be fair to Mark Zuckerberg, when he <laughs> there's the quote that from the conversation he had back when it was just like a hot or not rating thing at college. Yeah. And this quote came out where he says, 
can't believe all these idiots have given me their information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't hold up so much now. No. But um, lots of idiots gave him their information, but there's this huge campaign, delete Facebook, all of this privacy stuff coming out. I feel like what we're about to talk about, they're probably not going to like be making a big fuss about anytime soon. Well, they've given keynotes about it. They have. Yeah. But not uh, this week. No. I don't. No. no. So, oh, yeah. Also, on the back of all that, just thought you should know all this stuff we've yeah. been developing. Yeah. So this is. I don't think we're going to see another keynote about this for a few years, <laughs> yeah. maybe. This is building eight. This is building eight. So when you suggested this, I just assumed that it was. Uh, a typo trade, of building World seven. Trade Center. Yeah, I thought. <laughs> Like, because you know how there's, I guess, exploding brain meme, two buildings. Mm-hmm. The next one would be building seven. Yeah. And then universe, <laughs> building eight. Yeah. But no. Building eight, not part of the World Trade Center. Mm. The secretive uh, special projects unit of Facebook. Yeah. Building eight. And you see that and you're like, oh, yeah, all right. What are you doing there? <laughs> We're making a new Candy Crush. Yeah. We're making the candy even sweeter. Oh, fuck. I downloaded Candy Crush. Have you? I used to have it ages ago. Right. Downloaded it again. Fucking black hole. You should get a good game. No, Candy Crush is cool. I've, okay. been, I've been smashing through it myself, Salty. It's just like. Uh, look, I've spent a little bit of time playing it. Uh, but, like, you realize it's not, it's not a game. Like, you just. It's not that exciting as a game. Uh, when you get those candies to line up, when you yeah. get two rainbows next to each other. Oh! <laughs> and that's it. That just. Triggers triggers a little bit of endorphin. Yeah. Oh, that's all I need. Yeah. And then you bloody, if you finish it with a fair few moves left and it's like sugar crush and then for however many moves left you've got, it turns candies into the stripy ones or the explodey ones. Yeah. Oh. Just load on with endorphins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. What's wrong with endorphins? Uh-huh. Anyway. I prefer natural highs. Anyway, over at Building 8, they're not working on a new Candy Crush. Yeah. Because they don't make that game, but yeah. They're only working on a sneaky little something called reading your mind. Also (laughs) reading your mind and also being able to hear through your skin. Yeah. Which I watched some videos of and it didn't really explain it. But that's pretty cool. I like that they went with Building 8. They were like, Skunk Works is taken. That's the cool name for a secret thing. Although I was looking at... Like uh, the Building 8 job listings today and one of the jobs is like in something called Skunk Works. Right. Right. So they have a secret department within their secret building. What is Skunk Works? Skunk Works was the, the Lockheed Martin. Yeah. Oh, secret, that's right. Secret yeah, development yeah. place where they yeah. built all the stealth bombers and the that kind of shit. Tom DeLonghi guy came yeah. from there. Yeah. So, also an album by Bruce Dickinson. Oh, yeah. Not one of his best. So there's this... um. Keynote that uh, Regina Duggan gave in 2007 at the Facebook F8 conference. Uh, Regina Duggan used to work at DARPA. Yep. Moved over to Facebook, although she's recently quit. Yeah. Um, basically, in your brain, you've got 86 billion neurons. That's a lot of neurons. Yeah. Firing away at one kilohertz. Uh Essentially, it's the equivalent of streaming like 40 HD movies per second. Mm. Although she then gives the example of it's like, you know, what if you haven't had your cup of coffee yet? You might be streaming four HD movies a second. It's still a lot to be streaming. It's the difference between the internet at our house and the internet at Robbo's house. (laughs) I'll get get the bloody NBN sooner or later. So 
What if you could transmit your thoughts directly to text? Well, she was saying, like, wasn't part of this opening up your whole brain to be firing them all off at once? Yeah. She said at the best of times we're only doing, like, half. Yeah. But that whole we only use X amount of percent of our brain was proven to be bullshit, right? Yeah. I think this is slightly different. Right. But similar. So the idea is it's like, you know, you take photos and you share some of them. You decide what you want to share. So this idea is you you think a whole bunch of thoughts and then you decide which thoughts you want to share and you speak them Mm. using the lossy format of speech. Yeah. Which she does say, doesn't she? Yeah. Which I, that makes sense. Like, Lo- lossily compressed. Like the- Sometimes think of a great idea and then you go, it's like this with <laughs> a thing. Oh. Yeah. So if you were all pinging, yeah. then it would just come out like a but even, Shakespeare. Even as fast as you're talking, you can't talk as fast as you think. Mm. You can't. You can, there's no idea that you can express with your words as quickly as you can think. 40 yeah. terabytes in a second. Mm. Man, I'm so self-conscious of all my thoughts and all my words now. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, you ever get when you're like, you think of something and then like instantly you've thought of like 50 outcomes for that thing? Yeah. yeah. It's like that. Yeah. It would take me four hours to explain each outcome to a person yeah. with my bloody mouth voice. Yeah. But if only you could just plug it straight into the computer. Yeah. Yeah, but the example she gives is you take a bunch of photos and you decide which ones you want to share. Now you think a bunch of thoughts and you decide which ones you want to share. And that's how this brain-to-text will work. Mm. Except, one, how are you going to decide which ones not to put down? Yeah. And two, in the year 2018 now, just a few months on from this keynote, who's going to be like, yep, Plug my brain directly into <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> so researching this one, yeah, I came up with a lot of 5G gear. Yeah, Did, did you come you, across that? I did. Did you come across Richie from Boston? I did come across Richie from Boston. So do we want to quickly – so the 5G is obviously the next step up for mobile data. Mm. Yeah. And it's kind of being trialed. A lot of people are trialing it. And the kind of – I think it's different. There's five different frequencies that they're transmitting on for 5G, mm. hence the name. Uh, but I think it might be slightly different from country to country. So, like, it just kind of represents the next jump up. Yeah. Well, because I think isn't part of G. the reason yeah. that yeah. they're freeing up uh, wavelengths for emergency services or they're taking stuff off mm. wavelengths that can then be used. So every country has its own different wavelength that they're using for that. Yeah. So that's what's always going to be different. Yeah. This is what I found really weird, though. So this seems like it is ripe for conspiracy theory. Yeah. There was like one guy who was onto it. Yeah. And I'm not going to say he killed me, but it's like, why aren't there more people onto this? Yeah, I was legitimately surprised when, as I said, most of the stuff I found was 5G and that just led me down the 5G rabbit hole, which uh, is all about Satan and like Mark of the Beast came into it. Yeah. But Instagram, five points. Oh, yeah, that's fair. But, like, why is no one else being like, oh, Facebook's got a mind control or a mind reading section? Yeah. Uh, his other point, so there's this guy, Richie from Boston. Uh, I found uh, it's, it's Richard Camito Jr. So Richie from Boston came up. I tweeted a little screenshot of his one of his videos mm. that was titled, Is Jesus Really Satan in Disguise? <laughs> so that's the wavelength that Richie from Boston's on. Yep. <laughs> he was really interesting, I found. Some sort of benched. Topman, mm. I'm not sure what the job is. Perhaps a mason, right? <laughs> oh, what? He does like um, 
he refinishes like marble bench tops and like bathtubs yeah. and things. Mm. Did a Caesar stone? Yeah. Yeah. Is that a thing? Don't know. And I found some videos that he'd done of like this bench top that they'd completely redone. So he's got like this insanely cooked, really prolific YouTube channel where he lays out this whole thing. A lot and of it in his car. Yeah. He's clearly developed a very specific theory about 5G and what Wi-Fi and chemtrails. Mm. But I found this old video from like 2013 where he was redoing this kitchen and I was like, if I go back to the start of Richie from Boston's YouTube channel, mm. am I going to be able to see what happened? Because the other thing I noticed you can is- You get held along with him. Yeah, what broke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he has like a sponsorship with uh, a VPN. Yeah, right. Well, you, you know, like if, you know, podcasts have sponsors. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't because none of ours do. But yeah. yeah. Like, but you know. If, Squarespace. Yeah. You know, if you got your shit together, we could say go to squarespace.com yeah. slash hypothetical. Yeah, don't now though because no. we don't. And get a get a bloody discount. Get a great discount on your first website. Again, yeah. don't do this. No, don't don't, don't go to stamps.com. Yeah, yeah. make <laughs> it your hypothepod. Make it your way. He's got this deal with his VPN, and he described why he needed it. It's because he's like, I'm so sick of having them muck around on my computer. I'm sick of like coming downstairs in the morning. And my computer's open and like Microsoft Word is open with some document that I never opened. Right. And so I heard that and I was like, have you just got carbon monoxide? Yeah, I'm like, maybe a carbon monoxide situation. I was like, is there any way we could like message him and say, check your carbon monoxide without him being like, oh, the government's trying to trick me. <laughs> Did you see that one on Reddit? Have we talked about that before? I don't think we have talked about it. The it, guy, the post-it note guy. Yeah, there's a famous one on Reddit where this guy posted on Reddit and he's just like, I don't know what's happening. I think my uh, my landlord's stalking me and yeah. leaving post-it notes. He posted in like the legal advice section saying, what can I do? My landlord is stalking me and leaving post-it notes right. throughout my apartment. And he'd, every night he'd find these post-it notes with like little weird messages that didn't make any sense. And then one day he goes out into his like apartment building and every door has a post-it note on it. Eventually he sets up like a security camera in his apartment. He wakes up. And there's like a post-it note over the camera or something and like the footage has been wiped. So he gets onto Reddit and he's like, what can I do? Like, can I sue my landlord? And someone says, have you ever considered checking just for carbon monoxide? He's like, oh, I do have a carbon monoxide tester that I've never used. Whips it out. Right. Yeah. He's been gassing himself. Yeah. Like the mad gasser. Just like the mad gasser, which we'll talk about next week. No. Uh, so anyway, I'm like, Richie, surely you've been bloody gassed. Mm. I scrolled all the way back through his hundreds and hundreds of videos. Very first video, chemtrails. <laughs> and then like the next the one. The original gas. <laughs> and then, but then the next one's like, oh, check out my Jeep. He like, his initial foray into YouTube was like a combination of chemtrails and like, oh, check out this cool, cool fishing spot. Oh, there's bloody chemtrails in the sky. They've ruined it. Um, and now he's just all in with Mark of the Beast gear, right? Yep. So. Is this where the whole sky soup comes in? Yeah. So Richie from Boston watches this uh, keynote speech and he can't help but notice that behind Regina Duggan, who did work at DARPA, yep. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of uh, occultic signals 
tetrahedrons, mm-hmm. pyramids, the five pointed stars, the ever present omnipresent cube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're all in the background because she's not just doing a speech, she's doing a spell. Uh. And the reason they need the 5G network is so they can activate all of those 86 billion neurons in your brain at once mm. and commandeer them for their own use. What does that be? More spells, probably. Well, no, then they've got control of your brain, mate. Oh, okay. That's not just reading your brain, it's controlling your brain. Zombifies. Some might say Facebook already controls our brains. Well, he says that because he says they wouldn't uh, even announce this if it wasn't already rolled out. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he also he found like uh, apparently Facebook had some sort of suicide prevention AI. Yeah. I guess did, if yeah. you posted like, oh, I'm going to neck myself and be like, well, probably wouldn't be able to pick that up. But if you're like, <laughs> pretty shit, suicide prevention <laughs> yeah. AI, if you pick that up. If you're I'm, like, I'm having a really bad time of it. I think I'm going to end it. Yeah. I think it would maybe pop up some sort of like, oh, life's worth living message. Yeah. I was, I was actually saying to Salty today, for a long time, I think I had like the opposite of this. For like the longest time on my Facebook, it was suggesting this one page <laughs> for me to like. I don't know if this was targeted. Or were you what? like, I'm having a great day and it's like, yeah, ever thought about suicide camp? <laughs> You really shouldn't be. You know how sometimes it's like, you might like this page. Yeah. So it suggested this page, which was just some like, it had like 15 likes. I mean, posted on in years. It's called uh, Doing the Hut Show, brackets, hang wanking. <laughs> so, okay. Doing the Hut Show, as in Michael, Michael Hutchins, Hutchins. <laughs> who uh, killed himself with autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah. yeah, aka hang wanking. Hang wanking, doing the hut show. Asphyxi wank. Salty, if, say, if someone said to you, someone in my life has started this page, someone in your life has started this page yeah. called doing the hut show, yeah. who is the first person that you think of probably did that, started it? <laughs> probably me or Cam. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't start the oh, page, I haven't started it myself. Do you think that's why it's always being suggested yeah, to me? It's like, are you, are you ever going to like your own page? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember doing it, though. Have you checked your carbon monoxide? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, 5G. Yeah, well, they rolled out, they rolled out their mind-reading AI technology to check if you're feeling a bit blue. Yeah. Right. So Cam's is reading his mind. He's going, could have a wank. <laughs> How about a hang wank? And it's like, hey, you like this? Yeah. We've got just the place. <laughs> so 5G, mm. you've got Wi-Fi. Yeah. You've got the blockchain. Yeah. Uh, the blockchain is uh, – so Richie from Boston is very much caught up on AI. Yeah. Uh, he thinks that AI are fallen angels mm. trying to get back into the physical realm. And so – Which is pretty sweet. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. They're building uh, the blockchain as their own DNA. Yeah. Uh, quantum computing. Stop using, me, stop using me to buy drugs on the internet. Quant- rebuilding. Quantum computing is like uh, bringing in energy from outside the universe. Mm. Chemtrails, certainly not helping. No. Uh, when do they ever? Barium. Yep. Aluminium. Yep. Strontium. Strontium 90. Hey, could I, I'm not going to do, I can't do what he did in his video. Yeah. But uh, barium, aluminium, strontium, do you get it yet? 
barium, aluminium, and then it helps if you can see that the symbols are B A and A L. What does that spell? Barack Obama. Baal. Oh, Baal. The, we mentioned him earlier, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Strontium, symbol SR or Osiris. Okay. So all of this adds up to a sneaky bit of metallic soup in the air. Uh, who do we know that came down from heaven like lightning? Probably some. Lucifer. Oh, Lucifer, yep. Satan. Some, some sweet metal bands. Uh, so electricity itself is demonic. Yep. We use it every day. Uh, you only have to look at like blueprints, like of electronic blueprints. They all look like demonic sigils. Every time you use any sort of electronic device, you're essentially casting a spell. Whoa. Uh, we, we're feeding social media, Facebook, Twitter. Probably not, He's probably not so dark on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's kind of into YouTube. I found his MySpace as well. So He wants his channel to stay up. What's his MySpace? Like, uh, isn't it, does it have songs and stuff on nah, it? Like, it all, you know how everyone's MySpace got sort of wiped? Oh, that's right. But still got Justin like a, Timberlake wiped everyone's MySpace to yeah. buy a jet ski. It's still got like a... Profile pick on it though. Right. But all of the good stuff's gone. Who's in his top top eight friends? No, it's gone. Doesn't even have bloody Tom from Facebook in there. No, no one has Tom from Facebook anymore. Yeah. All of the top eights are gone. They wiped everything. Wait, even Tom from Facebook? Tom from MySpace. Tom, Tom from, from MySpace. MySpace. Yeah. Anyway. So all, the- all of the metal in the air, all from the chemtrails, all of the Wi-Fi, all of it adds up to this big electronic soup, they're going to come through. So I was watching a, an Australian guy talk about this and he was listing all like the things happening in the world related to Wi-Fi. Mm. And then he mentions bombs in the Middle East yeah, for some reason. And then he says, which may look pretty, but actually they're bad. Okay. Uh, who, was think, saying, who was saying that looked uh, pretty? Some Aussie guy. Um, and then he said the elephant in the living room was the the whole which is not how you say that saying. I thought no. it was a bit of a weird way. No. But um, he said that. That's one of the worst rooms you could have the elephant, though. Yeah, definitely. Well, bathroom, trying to have a shower. Yeah. Although you can get him to spray you. Thanks, buddy. Mm. Go on. Uh, it's a Flintstone situation. Yeah. He said you know, one of the things that 5G will allow us to do, this is a talking point for 5G, that it will allow us to download high definition movies. Mm. And he says that's illegal. So we shouldn't be doing that. It's not. No, it's not. You're allowed to. So these people, like, it's that kind of example of just people fundamentally misunderstanding things. Mm. I think it was this guy or another guy that they finished their, their talk on 5G and Facebook and then randomly they had the Facebook, the word Facebook in the type, and then a, the stereotypical picture of the evil Jew mm. just there with no other context. <laughs> it's like weird. Just brought out a hard J at the end. Yeah. Um, I did find a few little things that made me think, all right. Okay, this is where you get pilled. This is, well, I'm not pilled, but I can't blame, I can't be like Richie from Boston. Mm. You're, you have no basis for any of this. Here's a quote from Geordie Rose, uh, who's a guy from the quantum computing company D-Wave. These things that we're summoning into the world now are not demons. They're not evil. They're more like the Lovecraftian great old ones. Okay. There are entities that are not, not, not necessarily going to be aligned with what we want. So this transition to a world of uh, powerful, intelligent robots is really, really massively important for our entire species to navigate 
and nobody is paying attention. This thing is happening in the background while people bicker about politics and what's going to be in the healthcare plan in the US. While underneath it all is the this rising tsunami that, if we're not careful, is going to wipe us all out. Uh, okay. Same can be said about healthcare. Yeah, but <laughs> forget about your health. One day, this thing. So he does say that we're bringing being, beings into existence. existence, right? And he, while he's saying this, he's wearing a t-shirt that has like, I guess it might be the symbol of their company on it, which is like a portal, right? Richie from Boston is like, you see, he's got a portal on his on his shirt. It's like, well, but also he's saying. <laughs> it's less it's less that we're bringing demons into the world than the great old ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the other thing that I found that uh, Richie from Boston was very worried about, and which for which I could not blame him, uh, Anthony Lewandowski, mm-hmm. the former Google guy. Uh, I think he also he worked at like one of the car rideshare companies. I think he worked at like Waymo. Okay, never heard of that one. Uh well. I think he was accused of stealing some Waymo tech and taking it over to Uber. Mm. But all of that is behind him because he started a church called Way of the Future, uh, a church of AI. Wow. Uh, He said, what is going to be created will effectively be a god. It's not a god in the sense that it makes lightning or causes hurricanes, but if there's something a billion times smarter than the smartest human, what else are you going to call it? Uh, he also <laughs> he also <laughs> said a super intelligence would do a better job of looking after the planet than humans are doing and that it would favor individuals who had facilitated its path to power. Uh, he said- uh, Is this think, about the time you got pilled? He said, think about how uh, humanity treats animals. Do you want to be a pet or livestock? We give pets medical attention, food, grooming, and entertainment. But an animal that's biting you, attacking you, barking and being annoying, I don't want to go there. Sounds like he doesn't like dogs. As Sounds about- like, can you listen to that guy, someone who's been in the middle of all of this tech stuff, being like, oh, I'm starting a church so I can be on the good side of the <laughs> god that we've created. He also defrauded his company. Well, and enriched another company. That is true. Given us all a very convenient ride-sharing platform. Yeah. That makes sense. I can see kind of getting on board with the AI god if he's going to take over and we need to appease it. What about you? Well, I'm with Richie from Boston. You need the bloody – actually, I don't, never wrote down what the one thing that protected us was. The old, oh. Probably the old gods. We are just working out the plot of Neil Gaiman's American gods, right? <laughs> I think it was – you need the armour of God to protect you from all this. It's like, no, we, you need to start blowing up computer companies – Jeez, edit that out so it's not on the podcast. Don't edit that out. That's AI is going to pick up on that one. That's the solution. <laughs> oh, yeah. But am I right? Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe it says more about me that I'm just willing to you're be like, subservient straight like, away. Yeah, good idea. I'd love to be a pet. Yeah, yeah. I would rather be a pet than livestock. Uh, well, I mean, we've got a little cat roaming around here. And he's got it pretty sweet. Mm. Just sitting around. He gets fed. Yeah. Sleeps most of the day. L-I-V-I-N. Living. So that's uh that I was really disappointed that there wasn't more stuff on building eight. Yeah, building I was like, surely Facebook mind reading is ripe. And so the other part was was hearing through your skin. Yeah. 
And I saw a demo of this, but it wasn't really clear what it was doing. But I think someone was hearing through their skin. So this person was telling this person objects and they were picking them up mm. via their skin. That's great. I did see uh, someone was like, oh, I've come up with Wi-Fi. It's Wi-Fi that goes through your lights. Uh, Richie from Boston was not keen on that either. But then I actually looked it up because I was like, that sounds like a bullshit. Yeah. And I think they sort of developed. Well, they've done something that, like they developed a working version of it. But the thing is, your light doesn't go through walls. Uh, so they're like, oh, it's really good for like private information. It's like, yeah, but my Wi-Fi is private pretty much to the my house. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but like you don't you if there's a wall blocking it, you know if someone's inside that wall. Yeah. Or you don't. But I don't necessarily want my Wi-Fi to be restricted to one room. No. But like you you Or want, to be have to reconnect every time I go into a different room. If you're a spy. Yeah. Anyway. All right, yeah. Massively disappointed. Mm. Thought there'd be a lot more, but I feel like this will come up. Both of these are probably going to come up. Surely, hopefully people will get onto it. Now they will. Did you come across uh, David Farrier's AI story? <laughs> this Remind is me. completely unrelated. You know David Farrier, the guy that did the Tickled movie? Yeah. He's done He's done like a two-part story about this uh, AI company in New Zealand mm. that has been doing like a, this trial with I think the Canterbury Hospital in yep. Christchurch and like a bunch of doctors have been doing this and it's an AI that uh, you send off the like the patient meeting recording and it almost instantaneously sends you back the, the notes from the, the meeting. Well, actually it takes about 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, it's using a lot of uh, high-powered silicone apparently uh, and a few other little things that made David Farrier say, hang on a second, that sounds like it's massively made up. Right. And he went out and asked all these AI experts and they're like, yeah, there's no AI, they're just sending it to a person. Yeah. <laughs> takes about as long as it takes for someone to type yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Is I that on the spin-off? It is. I think it's a developing story. Before we wrap up, do we have any news? Oh, hell yes. Oh, okay. Uh, you've got some Q news? Well, yeah, so Q, the board is kind of, the subreddit's kind of migrated. They, they had two subreddits for a while. One was the Great Awakening. Yeah. And the other one was the one that got shut down. The Oncoming Storm? Uh, CBTS underscore stream. Oh, calm before the storm. Yeah. Uh, the Great Awakening as a result of the other one being closed down has sparked into life. Yeah. Uh, so the current theory with Q is that we're in the fifth phase. We've activated the fifth phase <laughs> of his plan. Someone from 8chan that used to like that used to own the 8chan board mm. um, was found a giant Q in their house, <laughs> yes. allegedly, which was the fakest thing I've ever seen. But whatever. Um, there was was there a message on it saying uh, there's more to come or something, something like that, or yeah. Uh, oh, I can't remember the. There's another big thing that they've been claiming the the Guantanamo Bay stuff. Oh, that's right. So Trump pushed forward a motion to like change the budget around so he could use uh, budget military spending for whatever he wanted. Yeah, based on some provision. I don't really understand it. I don't think I get the sense these people don't either. But the, he's going to use that to build the wall, which is what Q told them because he said the word castle. Right. And Red Castle and Green Castle, which mean it didn't mean anything. Uh, so yeah, Donald Trump's doing that, pushing it forward, and then he's going to use that money to. Are they not the colours and the Mexican flag? That didn't come up for them. I think it was like 
the, the platoon <laughs> or one of the platoons, like the civil army people are known as Red Castle or something. Right. right. And they'd be likely to be building it. Um, and then part of that military thing, he's freeing up money to create uh, trials for Hillary. Yeah, Hillary, who is still in India. So Yeah. And Barack Obama's in Sydney. Yeah, yeah. Playing some golf in New Zealand recently. So I don't, they're not under house arrest yet. No. Any moment. Or they're under like super secret double house arrest. Yeah, yeah. Their house is the globe. So uh, any time now, the big shoe is going to drop mm-hmm. and we're all going to find out that Hillary, Obama, George Soros, they've been in Guantanamo this whole time. Is it lookalikes out and about trying to throw us off? 100%. Is there any other news? No, nah, it's a bit of lab. All right. If people want to find us, there's a new bloody place they can do so. Spotify, baby. We're on Spotify. Yeah. That's exciting. Which I think you can get it for free. Yeah. Yeah. You can also find us on iTunes at Hypothetical Institute. We're on Facebook. We are on Twitter at Hypothepod. Have we um, had any new reviews lately? No, it's been a while. If, on, if you are on Spotify, subscribe to us and then subscribe to like a bunch of top tier podcasts. So our name ends up with them. Right. In some yeah. algorithm somewhere. Uh, Robbo, where can they find you, you mate? You can find me at Isle of a Time, um, Luke at IsleofaTime.com. Also, if you're in Melbourne, the Good Beer Week guide has come out and I've got a couple of events in there. Did you just plug your email address? Yeah, I think so. I think I've <laughs> probably have it for my other podcast where I do it. Just email me at Luke at Isle of a Time. Yeah, send me an email. Take an email. You don't want emails? Salty? If someone oh. wanted to get hold of you. Well, not on email. All right. Emails are too good for our at Salt, at Salt Marsh on Twitter. Yep. Andrew Salmash illustration on Facebook. Yep. Pilbara Kitten 69 at hotmail.co.uk. Yep. And uh, check out the Toe Hider Patreon. And you can find me at Sexenheimer on Twitter and gather around me on Facebook and iTunes for me other PC podcast. <laughs> See ya. See ya. Bye. Don't worry about a thing. Whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia I said don't worry about a thing I accept You can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Don't worry about a thing Except not only did Bush do 9-11 but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51 which Let's not forget where all the aliens are Don't worry about a thing Except Donald Trump is clearly a woman And you're just blind if you can't see them Why don't you open your eyes?